Listener Production. Bring in the drip, the pee, and the love. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt Kine, I've got the texts from my dad whose car I'm borrowing at the moment. Oh, what'd it say? Better fill up. Better fill up. Before you return it. No, well, better fill up for more reasons than just usual because the fuel excise six months moratorium where it was halved in Australia, the tax excise, finishes this evening. So he goes, fill up. Otherwise, you know, an extra 22 cents or whatever it is was put in pre- Election as a little bit of a sweetener, but it's already been outrageous. Like it's it's yeah. been up hitting the two dollars already. I thought the excise was just when it went down recently. Yeah, it hasn't felt like they've taken the weights off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so lord! So it's going to jump back on. Well, um, I'm at the gym going, spot me, spot me. You know, like that's <laughs> I'm at the fuel gym. Somebody spot me. The bloody government's just out there looking on their phone at the water cooler. Yep. So um, oh my expect Lord. to pay a little bit more tax on your petty. So uh, might be worth filling up early or people with electric cars. I mean, pay no attention to any of this chaos. Oh, look, I did hear, though, that um, I was listening to our old mates over on a uh, youth broadcast. They were talking about how, you know, getting the right energy connector to your house is oh. really difficult in unit blocks. Oh, yeah. To organise for a uh, for a energy connection there. So, you know, it's not all fun and games in the EV world, but trust me, I'll be moving over ASAP, bruv. All right, shall we do this? I think we shall, Matthew. We've got a big guest today, though, Matt. Another person named Matt, who had the misfortune of working with you in so much as you ruined his big announcement. Well, look, let's dive into uh, that a little bit later on. But first up, Alex Dyson... Something is happening in my world that needs to be addressed. Let's do it. It's all day breakfast. Happy Wednesday. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Jay-Z. Farnham. Whoa, hang on. I took a left turn. Okine. Whoa. What do all these names have in common, my friend? Jay-Z. John Farnham and Matt O'Kine. What do the three have in common? Um, Legends of the music game? Possibly. They're all married to beautiful people? Well, I guess you're not married. I'm not married, so no. No. Um, Um, We've all come crawling out of retirement. (laughs) That's what the answer is, Alex Dyson, with our tails between our legs at some stage in our lives. We've made the comeback. Well, I know Johnny Farnham, the last time tour, which turned out not to be. Jay-Z was... He said he was going to retire after the Black Album. Oh, really? Then he came back with Kingdom Come. Wow. And uh, and then did has done many albums since. I mean, this is back in 2006 <sighs> that he did the comeback. Johnny Farnham, poor Johnny Farnham got, got I believe he got sued or there was legal action From... regarding that because people were like, I, I spent tickets... You know, oh, no. I spent I spent money to travel across Australia to go to the shows and stuff like that. And shout out to John Farnham, obviously going through some, um, you know, tough health issues at the moment. We mm-hmm. we certainly hope he's well. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if it makes him feel any better, I uh, did perform "You're the Voice" at the 2002 Brisbane State High School uh, graduation. And boy, did I ruin it! So I'm very <laughs> sorry, Johnny. 
I really well, am sorry. You and Robbie Williams at the grand but, final doing yeah, a bit well, of You're the Voice uh, tribute. Well, but absolute hero of the game, John Farnham, so shout out to him. Well, you were very vocal about re- your retirement in the world of stand-up comedy on this podcast oh, the last know, little while, Matt. I know. I genuinely meant it as well. I think that's the problem. Everyone who goes into retirement genuinely thinks that that's the last time. Yep. And then you, you get the itch, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? The little... The little stage mosquito comes, gives you a little nukkus. <laughs> Suddenly, you get the itch and you back out. You know what and I mean? you back out. Right. So, did the jokes come first or did you go, no, I'm going to write some jokes because I want to do this again? I, well, I was like, I'm going to write some jokes because I want to do this again. Really? I'm a sucker for punishment, Alex Dyson. I mm. want to do something a bit different. That's the thing. Well, stand-up is a very tough one. I've like dabbled... Four, four times, four or five times in in it, and it's a it's a tough tough gig, man. You got to you got to stink at it before you get good at it. Oh yeah, well you got to stink at it even if you are good at it. Last <laughs> night in front of eight people, no. some <laughs> underground pub, absolutely <laughs> eating. I had a I wasn't just eating shit; it was a shit degustation. <laughs> No. There was shit foam and bloody dehydrated shit that I in wafer form. So there were crickets anyway. and dung beetles in the room. <laughs> so anyways, I'm getting back into it. The show opens tonight at Sydney Fringe. Wait, 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 wait. Is there one joke that you said that you're like, well, I'm retiring that? No, nah, but you know what I did? I did tell a story about the time where a certain person that we worked with <laughs> just walked into the kitchen and pointed to the bench and was like, well, do you reckon I could jump up on this? <laughs> I do remember that time. I mean, it was so funny to me. Literally, I, I couldn't stop laughing. The crowd just, I wouldn't even call it a crowd. <laughs> the people who, who unfortunately found themselves in the, as the, in the same room as me last the, night. The mixed netball team uh, that was <laughs> who in the just room. walked in by accident, yeah, mm. um, just looked at me blankly while I teeheed at myself How and my you, memories. Um. <laughs> How do you sort of mentally prepare for the next one? Now, when you have a bad one like that, how do you get off stage and go, oh, well, that was okay? Like, no, nah, you... no, nah, it was good. It good. It brought me back down to earth, made me not be complacent. Uh, don't learn anything from the good gigs, Alex Dyson. Mm. You don't learn anything from backpats. They feel good, but you don't learn anything. You learn something when you bomb and you spend the whole bus ride home just thinking, have I made a huge mistake? Uh- what am I doing with my life? That's when you start going back to work. You know, you mm. start, op- you reopen the notes and you have a real think about what you're doing. So anyways, the show opens tonight. It's called, this is not a stand-up show. I can't be more clear about the fact that I will be doing some music in it as well. Right. There will be some jokes, but this is not a stand-up show. So part of the Sydney fringe, you know, on every year, you've, how big's the venue? Eight size, eight seats there or how? No. <laughs> How big are we talking? It's going to be, there. well, uh, 70 to 80 seats. Okay, sold out tonight? Yep. Can people still come down in Sydney? Uh, I don't know. I know the weekends definitely are, and I think yep. Thursday is. Okay. Uh, there might be a couple of ticks left tonight. Okay. And a few on Sunday. Mm. Okay. So you, there will be music and rapping in it? Yeah, a bit of that. John Farnham's You're the Voice? I'm not going to do my reprisation of John Farnham's You're the Voice because I barely did it in year 12. <laughs> In the Brisbane Convention Centre mm. uh, graduation. But no, I got a singer with me as well. Shout out to Marshes. You might have heard on Triple J. I got a uh, young rapper and comedian, Renan, jumping up and doing some stuff as well. It's going to be fun. Well, that doesn't sound like a stand up show at all. 
I know. That's why I called it. This is not a stand-up show. I can't be more clear. <laughs> well, Anyways. not really, because you said I'm getting back into stand-up. Yeah, but I'm standing up and I'm doing a show, but it's not a stand-up show. It's just a, a show where I'm standing up. Are you going to tell the story of when <laughs> Ollie tried to jump on the bench and no, that his shin? yesterday. I'm not. That's out. That's off the set list. <sighs> okay. Anyways, um, having talked about this, I thought I'd do a little quick <laughs> flashback. Looking at some of the darkest days in coming out of retirement history. 1997, when WWE star Terry Funk retired after a fight against Bret Hart, only to return 11 days later. There's no conviction in that retirement, is there? At least I, at least I did two and a half years. He's barely left the building. <laughs> yeah. Was that the very next fight? He wouldn't have skipped a fight. <laughs> Does anyone remember in 2001, the decider? New South Wales versus the Maroons. Alfie Langer, who was 35 years old and playing in the English Super League, right, had uh, retired from the Broncos in 1999. I mean, he was a great. He was an absolute mm. great. Suddenly, Queenslander down. Mm-hmm. Wayne Bennett makes the call. <laughs> ring, ring. Over to London. Alfie, we need you. He comes back, brings home the win for Queensland. Oh, it was wow. one of the most memorable games of my life, but for a New South Welshman, a very dark day indeed. And finally, Brazilian soccer star Denilson comes out of retirement at the ripe old age of 44 Whoa. to play for one of the lowest ranked teams in Brazil called Ibis. Now, Ibis made the Guinness World Records in the 80s for being the worst team in the world. (laughs) They literally lost for three and a half years straight. Not a single win. Because they're recruiting people in their mid-40s to play for them. (laughs) Hey, that would have been a good get for Ibis, honestly. And not only that, this is how bad Ibis is, right? (laughs) They named their mascot Derotinha, which literally means... Loser. (laughs) Please welcome into the stadium the big Ibis loser. Oh, my God. What were they dressed as? What did the loser look like? (laughs) I don't know. But even if he just dressed up as, even if the mascot was just an Ibis, I reckon that would kind of be loserish enough. Nah, poor Ibis. That's a weak, weak attack at a great bird. Just trying to find a win in the bin. So there you go. I'm glad to be back. Who knows if I'm going to be back forever or if this is just a little, just dipping my toes in the water, but it's it's going to be a fun week at the Factory Theatre in Sydney. And see me on stage next to Matt, giving him as much support as I can, dressed as Deratinia. <laughs> I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Well, Alex Dyson, it was very exciting to see some red-hot news coming off the press yesterday as a good friend of ours and the show was able to uh, make the shocking announcement (laughs) that they have been in their very first movie. 
Would you say that was pretty cold off the press, given that someone had fired up the oven a little bit early? That's right. Making his acting debut alongside Matt O'Kine in the Stan original film at the end of the year. Christmas Ransom, is it called, Matty? It is, sure is. And uh, one of the stars of Christmas Ransom, now that we can finally talk about it, it's been the secret that's been burning our uh, red hot, burning on our lips. It is uh, Matty J. G'day, Matty J. People had warned me about you, Matt O'Kine. <laughs> everybody said, hey, just be careful. Matt may try and steal your thunder. Maybe not today, <laughs> maybe not tomorrow, but it will happen. <laughs> I'm so sorry because, look, if you're just catching up on uh, the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast podcast, I was, uh, you know, ha- excited to announce that I was a part of a movie uh, that's on stand called Christmas Ransom. Now, when People that who listen closely might have heard Matt doing All Day Breakfast from his trailer at, exactly, the, from at the, little the film shoot. Donger that we we're, uh, <laughs> you know, getting changed in in between meal breaks. But um, but no, I assumed that when it was announced that myself and Miranda Tapsell and uh, two incredible young actors, Evan Stanhope and Talia Sturzica were in it, I assumed that the, that the cat was out of the bag. That I could just talk about everyone that was in it. But, Maddie, something else uh, happened. I'd, I'd been muzzled. I was like, great. So that's my announcement. I'm there. I'm foaming at the mouth. And then the guys at Stan were like, no, 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 no. We're going to hold off. We're going to give you a little bit of a second wind. You can have your own little moment by yourself <laughs> after the official announcement. And I was yeah, like a rabid dog. I was chomping, chomping <laughs> to announce it. And then all of a sudden people were messaging me going, hey, congratulations, dude. I just heard the news. <laughs> no. And it was, it was like someone else had taken the first photo of my child and posted it on social media. I was confused. I was like, Who, who's done this? And it was you. Oh, I know. Look, I'm so – I had no – I honestly had no idea – Look, it is very exciting. We, we, I don't know whether how, how much we can say, but as I'm only going to say what you announced yesterday. Mm. Tell us the photo you posted, the context uh, surrounding that photo that you posted on your Instagram. So I am playing Sam. He is a firefighter. It's a very serious role. Mm-hmm. Unlike The Bachelor, where I, I don't have to be, you know, just some piece of meat oiled up <laughs> on display. And then at the end of the, at the, end of the script, it says... And Sam proceeds to take his shirt off and stands there flexing. And I was like, okay, all right. I've obviously not been called up for my acting ability, but hey, I'll take it. The the producers of the movie just came down the uh, Australian TV butchers and just grabbed the (laughs) premium cut of meat. We can't reveal too much. In the photo, you're you're standing alongside another well-known, you know, young Australian actor as well, Chai Hansen. He's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. And it was... um, It was pretty nerve-wracking, you know, on day one, you can't help but, whilst you make small talk, discuss other productions that other people have been in. Chai has been in some huge shows with with other networks. In the States, some amazing actors. And then I was like, yeah, I once, I I did a skit once where I dressed as Laura and I was doing makeup and it did pretty well on TikTok. Um, (laughs) That, that's my claim to fame. So I, when I was comparing myself against everybody else, I did wonder if people were like, what the hell is this guy doing here? Even the, <laughs> even the child actors were on their fourth and fifth film. <laughs> <laughs> Less experience than the child actors. Well, all of that pales into comparison, Maddie. when you look at the movie poster for Christmas Ransom, do you have your name 
up above the faces. Have you seen where who's going to be advertised first at the top of these posters? Well, I, I did actually get an email just before this phone call, and the question was, what would you like your name to be? You can have any option, but you know, we're thinking, is it going to be Matt Johnson, Maddie Johnson, or Maddie J? So that's the current dilemma that I'm, I'm currently facing. Ooh, well, look, I don't want to answer this dilemma yet because that might be spoiling mm. things, but uh, that, is a, that is a very, very interesting one. I know what I would choose. Hey, well, Matt, seeing as though you like to take the reins on these things, hey, dude, the ball's in your court. You can pick for me. Oh, <laughs> another Matt Nellix exclusive. <laughs> I really feel like you're going to get in trouble now. You've given us too much information already. I was like, just come on the show. We'll talk about how I spoiled the announce. And now you've given away all these pieces of info that I'm like, are we going to need to get Edward Scissorhands in here and, uh, and get chopping? So, look. The main thing was, though, it was incredible to have you there. I'm glad that the cat is finally out of the bag, that we can chat about these things, that you are a part of Christmas Ransom. The cat is out of the bag and up the tree, and Sam the firefighter has to go and rescue it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's an incredible, it was very funny stuff. I have to say that watching uh, watching you and Chai working together was genuinely... Uh, laugh out loud stuff from a uh, from a bystander's point of view. So I can't wait to see this film out and uh, and ready to watch. Is, the, is there going to be a blooper reel for Christmas Ransom? Did you um, find yourself corpsing or uh, laughing during the take sometimes, Maddie? Yeah, I um, I had some pretty serious scenes, and it's quite you know. I'm not a huge guy, and and the firefighter outfit they gave me was a little bit big, in particular the helmet, and it. It kept on like, you know, being being lopsided on my face, and I'm trying to be really serious here. You know, it's dramatic, and this helmet just keeps like being in this position, which is so stupid on my head. So most of my bloopers are just going to be me trying to readjust my outfit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was there, there was that sort of like um, the the hat leaning forward, like your uh, you know Michael Jackson's moonwalker kind yeah. of thing. That was that was the kind of look that it kept being. But look, Maddie. Very exciting stuff. Can't wait to talk about it more as we get closer to Christmas. And thanks again for, um, well, for the big announcement. We really appreciate <laughs> yeah. allowing us to dip our uh, scoops into the ice cream bucket. And uh, hey, I, give... I, I, I do have to say, sorry to interrupt you, Matt. I just want to say thank you to you for, for throwing my name in the mix. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. So no, no ill feelings at all. I feel like we're exposing too much, Maddie, oh, yeah, right doesn't, now. That doesn't give him the right to drop the announce, the exclue, <laughs> Maddie. Okay. Um, right. Hey, Matt, why don't, why don't you just tell him that Laura's pregnant? Go on. <laughs> there we go. There it is. We're talking about scoops and looks like it's twins. We've got two <laughs> big exclues coming out this week. Thanks very much, Maddie. We'll catch you next time. Cheers, boys. Bye. Oops. Well, it's time to wipe down the benches and close the kitchen on another episode of All Day Breakfast. But thank you very much for hanging out with us. We always love to hear your stories, so keep in touch with the show on Instagram at matt.n.alex. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex.